again. We haven't been together in a long time, so reunited and it feels so good. It really does. Back in the studio. Yes, I like to call it the studio because we're together. It could be a studio. It could be. A, I, I'm so ready. The minute it's a studio, we're going to have a neon sign. Yes. And we're going to have our Mothman rug. And we're going to have no cats eating electrical equipment. Or my dog being tippy-tapping across the floor. Yeah. Yeah, that's when we'll know we've hit it big. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, I need to talk about the cocktail so we can drink yes, it. Yes, please. So this is I Hate It, Let's Watch It. I'm Lisa. I'm Dawn. And we're covering rubber today. And in honor of this film, I, you hesi- mean I hesitate to call it a film. Masterpiece. I have prepared a sort of a beer garita kind of situation. I, I like use it. Fat tire beer which is a Belgian ale. Very Very fitting. Yes, very appropriate and neutral for people who don't really like beer. We don't really drink beer very often. But there is sour apple mix in there as well because the Fat Tire beer has uh, green apple notes. And I put vodka in. I wanted to put tequila. I don't have enough tequila. So I put vodka in. So yeah, that's it. That's all that's in there. All right. So cheers. Cheers. To this amazing movie. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Right? It's very smooth. Pleasantly I like it. surprised by yes. how well that turned out because it. a lot of these drinks just start as a theory in my brain and I'm always a little bit worried that they're not going to translate properly to the palate. No, that's but, actually a very nice combination of... <laughs> but I would have this drink again yes. outside of this context. I was a little worried about the sour apple mix, but I think that yeah, actually no, complements it quite nicely. It's good. So Dawn insisted we cover this movie. I did. I love this movie. I didn't expect to love this movie. And then I did my rewatch and I was like, now I know why I like this movie. I can't believe you voluntarily watched this movie a second time. Um, I hated this movie. And that's why we do what we do. Violent hatred. (laughs) So I, okay, I'm scrolling through every type of streaming service I pay, okay? And I... (laughs) see rubber and i'm like what the fuck could this possibly be about i read the synopsis and i'm like all right this is we did killer sofa right this movie wishes it was killer sofa okay i I we'll get into it sorry i'm sorry so there's elements of this movie that makes it a little more indie than what killer sofa was but Given we did kill ourselves, I thought that rubber would be a grand slam. Well, it may have been a grand slam for you. <laughs> well, I will tell you though, when I approached our Twitter friends and I mentioned that I was just watching it, not that it was part of the pod, not that we were going to do it, just that I was viewing this movie, the amount of feedback I got saying, you have to do this movie. It's amazing. It's great. It's hilarious. It's all of these things. I felt some type of power I'd never felt before in my life. And I was like, that's it. That means we have to do it. And I reported back to you. And I was like, listen, the people have spoken and we need to do this movie. And watching it a second time, know why we're doing this movie. I judge you and I judge all the people. Because this movie was awful. It was awful. I'm really glad we did not discuss it prior. I'm so glad too. And I was terrified that you were going to text me and be like, did you watch yet? Or are you watching? I wanted to. And then, you know, like, you know, personal circumstances come up. And I just was like, this is the last thing you want to talk about. (laughs) 
But honestly, I, yeah, I was kind of like, no, I, I think I like the whole not knowing until we're actually recording. Okay, well, I, I will tell you, I hate this movie so much. I can't wait to hear what you thought was good about okay, it. Okay, all this right. This is like the opposite of Woman in the Window, where you came in and you were like, this movie was terrible, and I was like, I don't get it. This, this movie's <laughs> terrible, and I didn't even finish it. <laughs> you know what? The fact that I finished this movie, I feel like you I needed should to get finish this some one, kind of a, a reward, because I wanted, I checked the time at 42 minutes in. It wasn't that long to of a movie. See, I know, but to see how long I had left to go, and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe how much more time is left in this movie. I was miserable. I really wanted to time. watch it with you, but I mean, I'm really excited for this. I'm glad I didn't, because it seems like we just had very different reads on it, and our energy would not have been the same regarding the enjoyment of this movie. So where would you like to start, Don? I want to start at the very beginning. <sighs> yep. And actually, this is... This is where it all got ruined for me because... Really? I think... Well, okay. Do you want to paint the picture? I honestly don't know where to start because a couple of episodes ago when we were covering Riverdale, you had given your description of what this movie is about. Mm -hmm. And I have read descriptions of what this movie... You know, the brief whatever on HBO saying what it's about. I think they're all incredibly misleading because I did not see a love story, a demented love story of an inanimate object and a woman in this movie at all. It wasn't... Okay. And that's how it's built. Uh, yeah, it is built that way. I'm gonna digress or regress, rather. This whole movie's a regression. <laughs> it's a one-sided love story. <laughs> because it is a tire. I mean, we're gonna get... It was get... a one-sided love story in Killer Sofa, too. We're gonna get into it. it okay, so you're making my point right now. So it's... <sighs> my description, I think, was pretty good. I, I honestly... A homicidal tire... Falls in love with a girl and goes on a killing spree in the desert. That was my description. It only barely scratches the surface and doesn't explain everything that makes this movie terrible. Because so the opening scene, I was really excited because I was like, wow, this is ridiculous. This guy is driving a car into all these chairs. There's chairs everywhere. And this car drives up and starts hitting all the chairs. And then this guy gets out of the trunk. And it's like, what the fuck? And then he walks past the driver's side. And the driver hands him a glass of water. And then he stands and monologues for us. I did love the monologue. I hated the monologue. And here's why. Because it ruined any fun that the movie was going to be by saying none of it means anything. So anytime something stupid happened, there was no point in being like, well, why did they decide to do this? We already know why they decided to do it. And it's because they there's no reason. No reason for any of it. It was a waste of time. <laughs> but why did you love it, Dawn? Tell me. I really love that monologue. Okay. Only because I felt it was an homage to a lot of things. Not even just this movie. I think... He brought up a lot of... He referenced a lot of movies. He referenced a lot Why of... Why is E.T. Brown? No reason. <laughs> but there's actually plot and story in E.T. So, like, what color E.T. is really doesn't matter. And actually, from the point that he brought up about, you know, why in movies do we never see people wash their hands or go to the bathroom? And I hate this when people talk about, like, why do we never see people looking for parking? And, you know, like, they're parking in a city and they can't find parking. There's no way they find parking, but we never get to see that. It's like, because that's not why we're here. We understand that those problems exist in real life, but are we actually going to watch a movie about people, you know, just going to the bathroom? Like, having mundane conversations? No, we're cutting right to the action. 
So there is a reason why we don't see that in all these movies. And it has nothing to do with your stupid bullshit about there's no reason for anything. I'm sorry. You have underlying stress that I think you're... (laughs) Oh, really? I'm projecting? (laughs) You're projecting. But otherwise, I would like to say that I think it was very funny that they were able to make fun of themselves. They were very self-aware with this movie, given that monologue. I think that ruined it, though. No, I think it made it better. Oh, I just, I totally disagree. It took all the fun out of it. It Oh, I think it was hilarious because basically saying that this movie was an homage to no reason. Yes, but uh, I don't like that. That you can watch something and it doesn't have to have this particular meaning you think it's going to have. It's just an entertain. it's just for entertainment value. I get that. Okay, but then this movie was not entertaining. Oh, I thought it was. Is my problem with it. (laughs) I was bored. I wrote three separate times that I was bored as well. There was a lot that I felt I I laughed a lot. I found a lot I wrote down every time I laughed because I was like, this movie sucks. And so there were like a couple of moments where I was like, that was kind of funny. So I wrote every time I laughed down. I think it was twice. I think I laughed twice. I laughed a lot. No. (laughs) disagree and but this is the thing when talks about like the no reason for anything you know there's that scene later where the guy with the glasses is in his hotel room and there's just a turkey there and it's like well yeah he's gonna kill the turkey so i'll eat the turkey which is ridiculous i mean like we can agree like that's kind of like oh it was hilarious too though But, but like when you see if i were taking this movie more seriously like when we watched killer sofa there was a genuine attempt at a plot there and like a meaning and a message they were trying to say something with that movie and this movie was just weird for the sake of being weird and so when this turkey shows up in the room it could have been funny or it could have been like oh my god there's a turkey in this room but for me i was just like oh okay there's a turkey but it doesn't mean anything so i don't care okay this is gonna be the episode that literally shows all of you guys (laughs) where we are divided (laughs) because i found so much humor in this movie i laughed throughout the entire thing because i knew it was literally bullshit but it was just so funny from beginning to end and i the fact we haven't even gotten into the layout of this movie the fact that the monologue happens and then we see a group of people spectators spectators that he was talking to right And then the guy with the glasses comes and gives everybody binoculars. And you're like, what the fuck's happening right now? Mm -hmm. And these spectators are us, honestly. Essentially. Because the questions they're asking, the thoughts they have, any commentary is honestly us at this point. And I found that so funny. Like, the two ditzy girls are like... Is it in black and white or color? And I found that so fucking funny because I'm like, they are making fun of themselves. This is just fucking fun. I I love the aspect of they're in a desert. They're literally in the desert watching a movie. But the movie to them, I feel like, is not being filmed. They're just watching like a live action scenario. It's almost like they were inserted into a movie. Into a movie set, like, in, not even just a movie set, but like physically put inside of a movie and given binoculars for them to watch it unfold in front of them. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a very interesting concept. Don't, not the subject matter, but if you were given binoculars to be on the outskirts 
of a movie being filmed and you could watch the whole thing go down, but you don't hear shit because clearly you're not part of production and you're just kind of watching and getting the vibe. You wouldn't be like enthralled by that? No, that doesn't sound interesting to me at all. Depending on maybe who the actors involved This might be the last episode we ever... Do. Yes, John and I are going to duel to the death. This after is this. this is a dueling Just episode. To figure out who is right here. No. no, nobody's right or wrong. That's not true. Somebody here is right. But <laughs> oh, I was trying to be nice. <laughs> I'm not because I will I will die on this hill. This movie okay. sucked. <laughs> Wait, uh, did you see the list I gave you? Uh, well, this is why I'm afraid. You know, like no, a lot. Uh, no, the other ones are much better than this. I promise. <laughs> I'm confused because I don't understand what universe this movie takes place in. Okay, so how would this happen? Like, it this wouldn't. would never happen. It wouldn't. So it's just completely fictional. But like, is there a world outside of this desert? Where did these people come from? The spectators to well, watch. This? Okay, so that's the whole thing. That's I'm I'm confused on that level as well. But I also feel that. We get the glimpse of the cops are the actors. Everybody's an actor. Some of them don't know that they're actors. The main guy, Chad, is an actor. I don't know any names. I literally did not hear one name The guy that looks like Bon Jovi. I said he looked like Bon Jovi. The main cop. (laughs) The main sheriff The one who did the monologue. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a middle-aged Bon Jovi. Okay. Like, not right now, but not, like, young. Like, right... (laughs) The middle-aged one. The middle-aged one. The middle ages. He basically comes out and... The whole thing is the spectators are watching a movie unfold. Granted, the movie's not being filmed, which is a right. weird yeah. concept because, like, we're watching it, but they don't see cameras. We don't see cameras. Nothing. Right. So we start off with a tire literally un- Earthing. Earthing. <laughs> it took longer for this tire to get up than it does for me to get up in the mornings, which is saying. But something. it is a tire, so. Yeah, and, and I think we were meant to assume that this is the first time this tire has gained sentience because it didn't seem to be able to roll around. I legit said, did this tire come out of a coma? I wouldn't have minded that opening monologue so much if that had been all of the breaking of the fourth wall that we had to deal with. Mm-hmm. Because I kind of thought that was just sort of being like, don't think too hard about why this tire is suddenly able to, you know, behave like a human, (laughs) telekinetic human. Don't question it. And then like that would have been okay for me, but it just got weirder from that point to where I couldn't stay with it the entire way through. But yeah, we don't know why this tire becomes self-aware. Okay. We don't know how it can control things with its mind when it doesn't have a mind because it's a fucking tire. We don't know why it drinks from a puddle. Does it have a need for water and nourishment? Or it needs to swim or shower right. or have sex. I actually thought it was going to drown in the pool because why wouldn't it have lungs at this point? <laughs> you know? The, okay. We need to just keep going in order because I have so many comments. Okay. Um, Lead so on. So the tire he unearths. He is discovering himself. We're assuming himself. it's a he. It could be a woman. No, I think it's a he. Okay. It's got to be a he. It could be a lesbian entire love story. It could. I mean, in this climate, but this was 2010, so it's a he. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that wasn't that long ago. <laughs> it was 12 years ago. Well, yeah, but like gay people were allowed to be gay people in no, 2010. No, but I'm saying like if I'm 
if I'm going to go by what the premise of the movie is, this tire is after this particular woman, I assume it's a he. Okay. So he's going to the desert. The music in the background just cracked me up too. And he's like annoyed. I'm going with he's annoyed by anything that comes in, he comes in contact with, right? Like he's just kind of like, get out of my fucking way whatever it is so then he starts to do this shaking thing which is where his telekinesis comes in and then just blows up whatever's in sight but what bothers me the most about that is well no there's two things one why is he so angry and why does he have to blow up everything and two why does it have to be the sound of cicadas before he does it i hate that sound <laughs> i didn't even notice that it was it's like deep cicadas. august on long island and all you hear is the cicada sound before they decide to do whatever the fuck they i think there do. could be more unpleasant sounds oh that one triggers me though oh okay well i don't have a problem with the cicada sounds but i do have a problem with him killing like every living thing ever. oh everything <laughs> but not even living thing like he wants to just trample anything in his path i don't care about that but like when you're exploding bunnies and, and birds like, and birds yeah. i even felt bad for the scorpion which was just minding its own business so i think he was test i mean not to give him not to defend him no he was just i think testing his power because it's like he just realized it it happened right but then he just seems to have fun with it after that and is just blowing up people whenever they they remotely piss him off right and i wish i kind of had that power but also (laughs) i would think the size of the subject would matter I would think so, too, because when he escalated to blowing that first dude's head off, I was like, oh, so you can do this to anything, really. Because at first it was just small animals. Right. And then all of a sudden he's blowing up people's heads. He's blowing heads off. So, but again, like. This is my problem with that monologue because every time I had a question like this, I was like, there's no reason for it. There's no reason. So why would I even bother thinking about it? That's fair. Why would I waste my time questioning? This movie had Rocky Horror vibes to me. I still had reasons. I still had things I needed to talk about. Well, I mean, we can talk about them, but there's no point because as well, no, far as- I'm not sitting here thinking, oh my God, there's going to be a sequel because as they did leave it out. Know- they did leave it oh, for yeah, a the- sequel. Yeah. We'll get into it. I'm not doing rubber too. I will say I'll that. I'll do it way. by myself. Good. Um, you do that. I do have to say though, how they filmed it was very, I don't know, like- I believed the tire. Is it weird? No, I understand what you're saying because I do feel like as weird as this movie was, I do think there was a lot of skill involved in the way that it was filmed, that the way that of the tire being filmed, how it rolls and it seems Reacts very natural. To things, yes. They did do a good job of giving human qualities to a tire. So if if somebody was just thinking about making a movie about what if a tire became sentient and then decided to make this movie as sort of a personal pet project, I can see that being a thing. That makes sense to me, but that's all, right, so all it should ever be. Yes. And okay, so basically the tire is going through the desert. We have spectators watching as if they're watching a movie. The tire sees a woman driving on the road. Yeah, which by the way, like it was such a weird close shot of her at the in the driver's seat. Like she was like hunched over the steering wheel. Like I don't think he could see her from that angle. I wouldn't think so. She also gave me if anybody here is a shameless fan, she gave me um Mandy Milkovich vibes. So if you get that reference, please tell me confirm or deny yes please so she's driving and you know he just decides he needs to follow her because obviously what else but a tire i'm assuming he's in love with her 
for reasons. Wait, there is no reason. Never mind. This, there's no reason. The whole th- okay. There's no reason for any of it, so it doesn't matter. Nothing matters, John. That's the Nothing whole point. Matters. That's the whole point of this movie. He follows her to a motel. Right. And I would never stay in a motel that has leopard sheep. Leopard print. Wasn't that odd? No, I get that. I That was very weird. Yeah, no, and it just kind of implies that sexy things go on there, but like sketchy, sexy things, and so like a tire kind of masturbating too. Uh, is that why there was all that grease all over the sheets? All the tire marks <laughs> on the sheets. Yes, <laughs> so gross. That's is why. I fi- See, you're laughing. I found it very funny. Uh, I no, it I, made fun of itself. Come on, it didn't take itself seriously enough. There's a middle ground. Here. Okay, that's fine. That's why I think Killer Soap is so great because it takes itself just seriously enough that you feel like there was an attempt. There was an attempt for. So then we probably should do Killer Donuts next. I, I we said we were going to do Killer Donuts. I know donuts, we have. We do so it. we're going to well, do June third is National Donut Day. Oh, perfect. So we'll do that like immediately. Yes, we have to do that. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, and you know, we only did this movie because June is tire safety month, so everybody stay safe from homicidal tires. Also, Lisa needed a reason to do this movie and she told me that that was made it feel better. It does make it feel more relevant. Whatever. <laughs> so, he follows her to I the motel. I have regrets now. <laughs> he follows her to the motel. He's in a room. He's legit jerking it on the bed. He was jerking it? I would assume he was just sitting on the bed. Yeah, but there were a few things he was watching that he was like getting off on, I think. How did you what you're like assigning like horniness to a tire. I he I just saw him sitting on a bed watching TV. Well, he did see the girl completely naked in the shower. Yes, and so did the So did the spectators. And then I correlated it with when a housekeeper for a motel or a hotel is cleaning sheets and they see stains on a sheet. What are the, What do you think the stains on a sheet are? Okay, well, I assumed that a tire would be dirty and that's why the sheets were dirty. I did not assume it was ejaculate from a tire. I assumed it was ejaculate. What would a tire even ejaculate? How does a tire have feelings? What is, what is the moisture coming out of a tire? He took a shower after. And he should have taken one before Fair he went enough. to bed. <laughs> Fair enough. He took a shower after. <laughs> I thought it was pretty brave of that maid to go in the bathroom and see what was going on in the shower, I guess. Well, she said fucking freak. She's like, oh, who's fucking washing a tire in the... You know, like right, but even to to go into a room that you think is occupied or that might be occupied, and then you hear the shower running, and you see tire marks my on initial, the fucking sheets. Yeah, my initial thought is not to then go into the bathroom and pull back the shower curtain to see what or who is in the shower. Yeah, she was very daring. I've worked in a hotel before, and I will tell you, like, you just leave, <laughs> you just walk out of that room, and you send security in there because that's not a situation you want to be walking in on. And you know, presumably, did the tire pay for this room did he check in mr stonewall or something and we find out later there is no actual brand of the tire right it's unbranded but you know so like no i can't i can't i can't get into the details because it doesn't matter none of it matters so there's really no point but he's pissed off because the maid chucks him out onto the prior to parking lot oh okay the spectators, excuse me for my voice, guys, I'm still in that got the allergies. weird allergy vibe. The spectators made me laugh because they were talking about getting a blowjob. Yeah, that was a- uh, Come on, that was one of the funny parts. That was a nice pun. I didn't laugh, but I 
I noted that it was a nice I just found it funny that the spectators were commentating on the fact that a tire would somehow in some capacity have sex with a tire. And it was just... See, the, the spectators annoyed me because it was almost like sitting in a movie theater with, with a group talking. of people talking who would not shut the fuck up. I was actually on the side of who they called the brats, those two younger girls who were like, can you shut the fuck up? We're trying to watch this movie. And that's how I felt too. Shut okay, the fuck but up. But <laughs> if you were in that scenario, in the middle of the desert. I can't imagine why no it ever food, would be. No food. Again, I can't imagine why I would ever sign Time up out, this. but this is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> okay. You're in the middle of the desert. You're watching a quote-unquote movie. No food, no water. You have to sleep there. I'm talking as much as I fucking want to talk, and I'm going to comment as much as I want to comment. Oh, see, We're far enough away that we're not affecting that, so we could talk all we want. My thought process is if I am sleep-deprived, starving, and somebody else is talking near me, I'm annoyed. I'm very annoyed. Y'all better shut up. That's my thought process. So you don't think you're going to be talking to? You're not going to be commentating the whole fucking time? No, why would I do that? Why would I be there? You're not going to bitch that a tire is doing this shit? That you I, paid money for the tire? Don, it's honestly really hard to picture myself in this situation because I'm it's not asking so you to be ridiculous. there. Yes, you are. You're saying if you were there, wouldn't you be feeling this way? I honestly can't even put myself in that situation because I don't understand. How did they even sign up for this? Was this like a... Like a day trip? Like you take a day trip to go see this movie out in the desert? And like, did they say, bring your own food or we'll provide you, know you with food? You know what made me laugh too was that when the deputy like ran over all the chairs and the one guy was like, we could have sat on those. Right. But I also felt that the chairs were not structurally sound. No, they were definitely prop chairs. They came apart very quickly. Too so quickly. That that made sense to me. But again, you know, there was no point to that. That like and that was the whole point of that scene was to show that there was no point to the chairs being there. You love me. Anyway, next. <sighs> so uh, he gets thrown out of the room and decides, "All right, I'm going to go to the pool." And he goes to the pool and he jumps. Wait, he in. kills the maid. We we All right, he kills that. the maid. He's pissed at the maid because she throws him out of the shower. And which anybody, any human would be pissed about. But, yeah, but again, he's a you tire. You can't hold yourself to the same standards as a human. I'm just trying to make the story sound a little Don't more. Don't do it, Don. <laughs> it's just not. It's a lost cause. And we actually, we didn't really mention the first murder that he commits, which is of the guy who almost hits the girl that he fell in love with on the road. Yeah, he blows his head up in the gas station. Yeah, he blows everything in. Like- but, um... I, I also think that when this is all done, all said and done, the episode is released, we're going to need to take a poll on whose side yeah, I everybody's mean, at. Yeah, but, like, I wouldn't ask anybody to put themselves through this. I Like, I fully do not recommend this movie, so... I'm just curious to see, I, though, who would If anybody has me. watched it and agrees with me, then you absolutely come forward. But if people... But if they come... If people are listening to this episode and they have not watched the movie and they're thinking, wow, maybe I should watch it. No, don't do it. Go watch Killer Sofa instead. You'll have a much better time. I need people to understand that it's hilarious. If you want to watch the first half hour just to kind of understand. No, the end is kind of funny. No, the whole movie is exactly the same the end all the is way hilarious. throughout. It's, it's completely the same. It, nothing changes. It's all terrible. So anyway, yeah. So he goes in the pool and this kid sees him. I don't know who this kid is. His dad owns the, his dad, I guess. I think it's his dad. That's honestly never established. It's never established. So, and I, you're right. I'm go- I'm good. This kid sees the tire go into the room where the maid dies, and then is trying to tell his father 
presumably his father, that there's a sentient tire rolling around. And his dad's like, shut up and go get me a pizza. And so he goes to get him a pizza. He does stop on the side of the road and put dead bird on the pizza. Right, the bird that the tire blew up. He puts the bird's innards on top of the pizza. He's like, here's your anchovies. And some other guy who was like a hitchhiker, random hitchhiker sees him do this. Just watches And it them. never comes back. I thought this hitchhiker was going to be important or at least recurring in some way, shape, or form. Die, but, maybe. Uh, yeah, like he's just never referenced again. So like that's occurring to me just now and it's annoying me. So he comes back and it's at this point that most of the spectators have been murdered by the guy with the glasses who fed them a poisoned turkey. Like, I can't believe I just said that sentence out loud <laughs> like what is this we also movie? didn't get into that so the so the guy with the glasses he's working i guess for the production crew he calls somebody master yeah at some point we don't know who that is and, we never find out and so the turkey that was in his room he ends up killing and cooking and poisoning so that all the spectators end up dying from food poisoning great except the one guy in a wheelchair Seems like an army vet. I think he says he's an army vet. Assuming he is. No idea. I liked his hat, though. He is, I think, a vegetarian or something. He just didn't want to eat the No, meat. he just didn't eat it. He just didn't eat it. He had some weird, like... I don't want to say he had inside information. No, it, I got the... And again, I mean, we never get any clarity on this, but I got the vibe that he knew what he was getting into, or at least he had gone to something like this before and was aware of the trick that was about to be played on them. Because it seemed intentional that he didn't eat the turkey to to an extent of like, he knew there was something wrong with it. He wouldn't eat anything. Because right. then the guy comes back yeah. later to Well, I would, him. to be fair, if well, I knew yeah. that everybody else had been a poison the first time, I probably wouldn't trust any food a coming thousand percent. Place the second time so he <laughs> legit says basically at that point like he's he doesn't need any of it so the guy with the glasses comes back later and he's like hey here's chicken here's dessert eclairs eclairs that the really eats. right why he had to have known that they were poison and then he's like oh my god they're poison like why this food was supposed to be for you and it's like did you not know this you are an idiot and he took forever to die he was like rolling around and groaning like oh my god i'm gonna die i'm gonna die it's just it's happening now and I'm i think dying. what i loved about it though is that the guy in the wheelchair didn't give a shit no, well, I didn't give a shit either. I was, I, I wanted to be But I feel like over. we were the guy in the chair. Yeah, well, we are. We're a spectator, so. No, but I feel like even to the end, we were the guy in the chair. Mm -hmm. Like, we're going to direct you into what makes more sense. Well, I have further notes in that case. Go ahead, keep gonna, going. If we're going to do that. No, I mean, like. We if, have to go in order. Okay, if so. If they want to make a better movie, I have a lot of tips, but. <laughs> All right, we'll get into that. So. That all happens, right? So the owner of the hotel is questioned by the cop, a.k.a. Bon Jovi, a.k.a. Chad. Yeah. He then is questioning about the maid that got her head blown off. Martina. That's the Martina. only name I remember. You know, was she a good employee, blah, blah, blah. And um, goes basically like, oh, you know, whatever. And then the kid is trying to say, like, the tire blew her up. Mm -hmm. And the tire at that point is still at the, the bottom, bottom of the pool. Of the pool. <laughs> Drowning or whatever. And the guy and the and the owner is like, can you just get the fucking dirty tire out of the pool? Like, he's the, the realism of the movie, right? Like, he's the one that's really like, you're fucking full of shit. Like, just fucking take the tire out of them, you know? I hesitate to say anybody was realistic in this movie. If you had to pick somebody, <laughs> 
It was that guy. <laughs> but he it's was, not even the cop. It's not was, even Chad. He was an asshole to his uh, kid, though, so, you know. That's as realistic as it comes. <laughs> not cool, man. Don't we both deal with that? Come on. <laughs> not to that extent. No, but I mean, honestly, I mean, I have. But, you know, the dad, whoever he is, I, I'm not even going to call him a dad. He's just the owner of the hotel. Yeah. Or motel, whatever. He is kind of like, okay, she was fine. We had a normal reaction, you right, know, normal, normal relationship. work relationship. She did a good job. No whatever issue. it was. So then. Guy with the glasses comes along. Because this is before he dies. Because he comes yes, by. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So. The guy with the glasses comes, and then at that point, we assume that, oh. She, like, a cough suppressant. I don't know. I have heavy-duty hospital stuff. Well, Do you really? When I had a bad cold last year, my friend, whose husband is a pharmacist at the hospital, brought me, like, a whole bunch of drugs, so. Something that's not going to make me fall asleep on oh, my no, no, home. No. Yes. Oh, God. What is this? Don't worry about it. What am I supposed to do with it? It looks like a butter packet. Yeah. A little glass of water because probably. I was gonna say this is not gonna taste good. Yeah, you're, you're gonna wanna wash that down. What the fuck is this? Lisa! Expectorancy insert. I, I'm not seeing the insert, but that's yeah, fine. Can we keep this in? This is kind of funny. Guafenison. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. It's literally in a cup that you would put jelly at a diner. Okay. <laughs> or, syrup. or syrup. It's like IHOP <laughs> an IHOP syrup container. Down the hatch. Cheers. That's disgusting. <laughs> jug, jug, jug. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's how you know it's good. What the fuck was that? Oh, it's worse than Dimatap. Or Robitussin. Do you remember Dimatap? Yeah, I do. But I, I was actually thinking about Robitussin the other day because I was on my mental health walk. And a corner of the parking lot really smelled like Robitussin. And I was like, what the what fuck? What a fucking smell. <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> was this a mistake? No, it wasn't a mistake because if it's going to help me, I'm fine. But I, <laughs> the taste is still there. I, okay, wash it, wash it down with some vodka. Guys, I love you all. This is so bad. Oh, The things John does to be able to talk on the podcast. About this movie that I love so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, you're being kind of a baby because I've taken this stuff, so I know it's bad, but it's not this bad. No, but the combination of stuff I've been drinking tonight that's not helping. Okay, but I gave you water to the, the flush it down with the water should help. Okay. Well, um, I don't Go ahead, know, continue. I don't, I don't remember what we were talking about. So, okay. So, the guy with the glasses comes in and is like, by the way, like, all the spectators are dead. They ate all the fucking turkey, mm-hmm. and so they're all dead, and we don't have to keep doing this. And then the sheriff gets really excited and is like, oh, great. We're okay, done. We can stop. We're all good. So he tells the hotel manager, he's like, oh, we can stop doing this. And the hotel manager's like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't understand. Because they're not aware that they're actors in this movie for some reason. Yeah, that I didn't understand either. Like, no. Only the one sheriff dude, the Chad Bon Jovi guy. Yeah. Only he knew that it was a movie. Hold on, just like sidebar, I really love the name Chad Bon Jovi for like (laughs) a child or something. Like if I ever procreate in the future, which I won't, but like if I did, Chad Bon Jovi. If we decided to adopt a child together. (laughs) Oh, God help that child. That should not be allowed to happen. But yeah, so not only does the hotel manager not know that he's an actor, but when Chad Bon Jovi goes back and talks to the rest of the cops that came. They're like, no, this is a Yeah, they're like, what are you talking about? Like, we're at a crime scene. She's decapitated. <laughs> yeah, and and he keeps trying to like prove to them. He has them shoot him in the chest 
to prove that it's like, all it's fake. Just, yeah. Which is, you know, he doesn't die. He doesn't get hurt at all. So obviously it is fake. But one guy has a stuffed alligator under his arm. <laughs> and he's just like, ugh, this movie. But then the guy with the glasses comes back and is like, wait a minute. The guy in the wheelchair is still alive. So mm-hmm. we have to keep going. We have to keep it up. So... <sighs> I just don't understand any of this. Like, that's what makes this movie stupid to me is that it has this other element to it that I just fully don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. What I loved, though. Okay. So then we find this out and Chad Bon Jovi goes and is like, all right, it is real. Like, her head's off. Body's cold. We need to figure this out. So he goes back to the owner of the motel and he's like, I got to ask you these questions again. They sit down next to the pool. And you see the tire from the tire's view. He's coming in. He's like, hey, I'm gonna Yeah, the tire has eyes. I'm gonna spectate this. And he's like, you know, what's going on? Ask the same questions. And the owner is like, yeah, what I told you. Like, she was a good employee, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, you hit cicadas. And he blows up the fucking head of the owner of the motel, right? Right, yep. So Chad Bon Jovi is literally sitting there like, what the fuck? And he pulls out his notes and it says the tire is the killer. Like, it it tells him straight out. And he groans because it's like... (laughs) It's as if he realized he should have known that the whole time, but he was trying to assume it was not the case. See, in like a better movie, I feel like we could have had more fun with this. If we had had more fun with it, it could have been like these people are always involved in some sort of weird movie performance for these spectators like that's their job they're actors and they're like scheduled to do these kinds of things but they don't always know what kind of movie they're in or what's supposed to happen and so they have prompts have you ever seen i mean you've have you ever seen you've seen whose line is it anyway yeah do you know when they do like the i can't remember what the game is called but when they have like these lines where they pull them out of their like pockets at every yeah every so often to read like a ridiculous line that the audience has submitted that's what that felt like to me where it was like and it was the tire that did it like he like he wouldn't know about that but he somebody submitted that suggestion as what the ending of this movie should be <sighs> I thought it had rock, Rocky Horror vibes, but I also thought it kind of had Mel Brooks vibes in terms of like Blazing Saddles or like some of these movies that just like really go over the top with the humor, but they didn't go far enough. I think that was my problem was that they admitted that they didn't care, but then they didn't try hard enough to actually deliver a satisfactory product. Well, do we want to go into what happens next? I mean, you have to be more specific because... Well, Chad Bon Jovi decides they're going to do a kind of like a recon type of thing. Yeah, well, they've somehow figured out that the tire is in love with this French woman. Well, that and he (laughs) realizes that the kid was right. The tire is the killer. Yeah. And what I found so fucking hilarious is he goes back to the deputies he takes a tire off their car to show them and what goes, like. this is what we're looking for. Yeah. And that was, that made me laugh so much because it was like, oh, uh, is it black? Yeah. Is it black? But like, the- what type is it? It was just so fucking funny to me that they legit at first were like, what are you talking about? And they're like, 
all right, well, this is serious, so we need to ask the the questions that we have to ask. I will agree with you here is like, this is where it started to kind of get closer to that Mel Brooks line of like, now we're embracing Mm -hmm. the ridiculous. Before it just felt like they were being weird to be weird, but now it kind of feels like- Right, now it's They're trying, like they're funny about it. So yeah, like that was definitely- one like one of the scenes where I felt like this movie could have had potential if it had been more like this throughout. I felt like it was. No. No. Incorrect. So <laughs> incorrect. I am wrong. So then we get to the point where they're looking for this motherfucking tire. And the tire goes to this house. It's not an abandoned house. Is it an abandoned house? I don't know. It's Regardless, watching NASCAR, though. They're watching NASCAR. So, <laughs> that, so the tire is watching NASCAR, which I found I very funny. I appreciated that. And actually, as we're getting to this, this is one of the moments <clears throat> where I laugh was when Chad Bon Jovi said, what do you mean by located? Because they're like, we located the tire in a house. And he was like, what do you mean by located? It's like, what other meaning for located is there? <laughs> like, why are you being such This a- whole thing is just hilarious. So... They decide they're going to do a, what's the word I'm looking for? It's kind of like a sting operation. Thank you. A sting operation. Okay, good. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Thank God. So they get the chick that the tire's in love with, right? And yeah. they're like, we're going to use your voice. Right. Because we're going to put that the tire's in love with her for yes, some reason. Yes. And we're going to put a dummy outside the house. And we're going to have you talk to him. And we're going to then use the fake you as a combustible and we're gonna right they wanted her to they wanted the dummy to provoke the tire into exploding her head which would then explode the dynamite that was strapped to her and presumably kill the tire which unfortunately does not work no and there's so much build up to it that it's very very annoying that it doesn't work and i don't like her accent and i don't like the it's um... french No, but it's not even that that it's French. It's that whatever lines they were giving her did not help. Like, it was just not selling the tire, which I understand. I also didn't really get the plan because... It would have made more sense to send another person in there because presumably the tire was attracted to this woman, so would not want to kill her. And so now they had to not only have this woman piss him off, but like she had to overcome the fact that he liked her in the first place. Like send in a random it, right, person. Right. It did not work. Right. It didn't work. They didn't work. need her for it. They didn't it. need her. If they were going to lure him into some other kind of trap with her being like, oh, come here. Like I want to hang out and, you know, come into this pit of dynamite that i arranged you know like that would have made more sense right they they literally had her calling him all kinds of ridiculous insults and actually my new favorite insult you are nothing but a rubber shit (laughs) i'm gonna start calling people rubber shit rubber (laughs) it was a stupid plan and the guy in the wheelchair the spectator the only spectator left actually calls him out on it is like this is a really stupid plan and he's right but like, yeah, unfortunately, he goes kaboom. Yeah, he goes booby. The uh, other thing I laughed at was when one of the other cops said that the tire suspected something. <laughs> because, again, like, they're just assigning these emotions to this tire. And <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. Whatever they did made me think the tire had feelings. <laughs> I think they did the job that they were set out to do. You I don't only- get that? I feel like... I was watching this and I'm like, this tire has feelings. It shouldn't have feelings. It's a fucking tire. But the way they are pursuing this movie, I 
get it. I don't perceive the tire having feelings other than homicidal feelings because... No, I think he has... I think he does love that chick. I don't think there was love there. If anything, he liked to watch her shower naked. He had no or actual kind of was a sexual feeling. It was he, a sexual feeling. They never feeling. even interact like one How on would one. one have sex with a tire? You wouldn't, but they don't even have Wait a, a minute. Wait a minute. What? You wouldn't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> In terms of a movie... Okay. How would a tire have sex with a human? I don't think you could. Like, there's nothing to insert. All right, fine. Foreplay. Uh, I don't know what you, like, rub your treads against her vag? I would think that that would do something. Okay. Make sure your tires aren't bald, guys. But there's no love there. It's just him being a, a creepy voyeur. Wait, it doesn't have to be two-sided no but i'm just saying like in terms of the emotions that they conveyed for this tire Mm. i got homicidal rage and gross lusting after this woman like those are the only two emotions that i saw well yeah i think that was the intention oh he's suspicious about this plan like he he thinks something's up here is like projecting a little bit onto this tire that i'm not totally on board with but whatever ultimately the bomb plan doesn't work no. So Chad Bon Jovi goes in there with his shotgun. We don't actually even see what happens. No. He we hear shots fired and then Nothing nothing happens at this point, right? No. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this is my favorite part of the entire movie. We have a little tricycle come out. It is very cute. Yeah. A little tricycle comes out. So what I wrote in my notes, which I need to state. Is because it the direct quote or? No. Oh, I have the direct quote that goes along with this. Okay, this is what I'm saying. The tire becomes a trike and is about to start the tire revolution. That is what it seems like by the end of the movie because it yes. recruits all these other tires. But this Go ahead, the, what's that? Well, this was Go the ahead. other moment when I laughed because one of the cops says, he's been reincarnated as a tricycle. And it was just like, damn, that was funny. I thought the um the spectator said that before oh, was he it? got blown up. Oh, okay, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Yeah, before he got blown up. Which I would think, why would he get blown up? Because he was the one that was like the biggest fan throughout the whole thing. I don't know if fan's the right word. Like, he was invested in it. He but, was invested, but, but the, like, I don't think he had any, the like... The tire was killing indiscriminately. He even fair. He even killed the <clears throat> woman that he loved. I mean, thinking that the mannequin was the woman that no, he loved. No, I think he knew it was the mannequin. I don't think so. I think he knew it was the mannequin. But at the same time, it's like... This guy was kind of on your side the whole time. Why would he blow him up? I mean, I was I was rooting for him. If I had to root for a character in the movie, I guess I was rooting for him, but didn't work out. He so did. We get, based on what I said, the trike decides to take on the, you know, desert, and he evokes the lives. I'm going to put that in quotes as well. Excuse my voice as well. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's a good thing we're getting to the end here because uh, John's Sorry. not going to make it. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. He evokes the lives of other tires that were spared in the desert. And uh, um, that's it. where Spare I tires. get the whole tire revolution from because he, he yeah, then no, he... sees the Hollywood sign. Right. They're going to take on Hollywood. They're going to take on Hollywood. Him and his army of tires that have been abandoned on the side of the road. I mean, I hope there's no sequel. It, I, I can't mean, wait. If there is, I will do it by years, myself. So I doubt it. If there was one, I would do it all by myself. I don't care. Another quick comment I have to make about the spectator who made it to the end in the wheelchair. 
he fully exploded. Oh, everybody the whole else, thing. Everybody yeah. else's head got blown off, but this guy fully exploded. It Do was, we think it's because since it was a tricycle and oh, it was he has a more full, power? Yeah. I mean, we don't know what He gen- wasn't just a tire. He was like a full... We don't know what generates his power, so maybe the metal conducts his telekinesis more effectively, but... I think that's more thought than the filmmakers put into it. So I don't know. That's that, where we come in. I don't know that there was any meaning to why he exploded fully and nobody exploded. else Exploded. He exploded. There was that weird scene where right because the kid confronts the tire at one point. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that scene. He's was, like, what the fuck are you doing? Why was the tire's life flashing before its eyes? He had all these weird flashbacks to, like, things that had happened in the past hour. And it was like, yeah, we were all there. We saw this. Like, we, why are we recapping everything that just happened? We, we are saw Are we supposed it. to think that the we tire has human tendencies? Of like, course we are. I mean, we've that's all we've been told to think about this tire. I think I'm done. I don't think I have anything else to say about this movie. <laughs> Can I just say thank you <laughs> for putting up with you for putting up with me and doing this movie? <laughs> I'm honestly shocked because we do have a lot in common. I think we have a lot of the same inclinations about the types of movies that work for this podcast. So I was very surprised at how much I hated this movie. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting you to hate it that much. But I'm glad we found something that in a way we were divided on because we are so inclined to agree. Yeah. It's not often that we disagree about right about what sucks. So I'm really happy that we um disagreed on this one. I was thinking about it because I was trying to think if there was a movie that we've covered on the podcast that I hated more than I hated this movie. And I'm wondering what you think the worst movie we've covered is. Like the one you enjoyed the least. Woman in the Window. No, let's cut the woman in the window out because we both agree that that one, that episode was not good. Not the episode, the movie. (laughs) Right. But like, besides that, because I feel like that was like, that's the obvious choice. We're going movies. Okay. So Mm -hmm. worst movie we did based on hating it, like me hating it, my personal enjoyment. Because I think there are movies that I enjoy. Like, I love covering 365. Those. Oh, no. So do I. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Like, there are other movies we've covered that have sucked, but I also found it to be a chore to have to watch them. Maybe. God, why is it not coming to me? Hold on a minute. Yeah, I think it's for me it's either we're at a point where we covered enough movies that i have to actually look them up for me it's either uncut gems or uh midnight in the switchgrass i think oh midnight in the switchgrass was bad yeah like i did i can't even say it i did not enjoy that one but i uncut gems was so long but i try to think about which one if i had to like watch it a second time rubber midnight in the switchgrass or uncut gems you know what i wouldn't have watched again which one? I don't think I watched Windfall again. No, yeah, I, I probably wouldn't. I mean, actually, I did. I did do a second watch on, but I skipped around. It wasn't like a full second watch. That was a boring movie. It was boring. It was boring. That's and how, I feel well, that's like how I felt about this movie. I felt like this movie was boring. But it was about an inanimate object, as opposed to three- Killer Sofa was not boring. No, I <laughs> again, I agree with you. There was more of a substance there. But in comparison to Windfall, we're dealing with three 
people. Good actors. Yeah, but they refused to talk. That was like the issue with that movie was that the whole premise was that they just wouldn't talk to each other. <laughs> and that was a bad premise because it was the only thing happening in that movie. Right. I agree. Yeah, Windfall was not a good movie. But I would rather watch Windfall again than watch this movie again. Fair. I mean, I did, and I liked it again the second time. I can't believe you voluntarily watched this movie a second time. Because the first time I watched it, I took a few notes, and then I was like, no, I want to be invested. I honestly wonder how I would feel about this movie without that monologue, without that opening scene. Basically telling us not to give a shit about yes. it? Yeah. Yeah, I honestly think that ruined the entire movie for me, and the fact that it happened like three minutes in. See, and I liked it. I felt it was like kind of... Again, making fun of itself, but at the same time saying, like, you'll go to the movies for anything. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. It's not going to matter when you leave. And that's how I took it. Yeah, but I think I need to get something out of my movie-going experiences. Right, I I got something out of that. I thought it was fucking hilarious. And I think, well, I disagree, but I think that it's so important to me the intention of the filmmaker and what they're trying to do that when they tell me, when they come out in the first five minutes of the movie and tell me that there was no intention, I have no reason to care. So that's that was why I don't think I could get it. And I think that's what made me want to watch it because I was kind of like, <laughs> All right, you're telling me one thing. I want to prove you wrong. I think that was the whole ideal of what they were going for. So what, like, there was we're gonna an tell you, we're gonna tell you that everything means nothing. Da da da. So watch this, right? But at the same time, it's like okay, but now I do want to watch it because I want to know how much of nothing it means. No, eh, don't hate me on it. This was like a zero for ten for me. Wow. I hated it. I don't think any of our movies were zero for ten for Uncut me. Uncut Gems was a zero for ten for me. Well, you had two zero for ten. I would put them on a par, yeah. I would say Midnight and Switchgrass is probably like a one or two. Jesus Christ. And then probably Windfall was like a one or a two. Okay, Lisa, how about you pick some movies then? Because <laughs> I have a whole I, list going. I know, but like we're trying to work off of your list. I I can't insert movies at but this point. But also, the, the current list I have. Yeah. I think you will find something, but I need you to pick something. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It seems like we disagree on this fundamental thing of what makes a movie no, good. No, I think that list, <laughs> I gave you decent, I'm trying here. I'm trying. When I watch a movie, I go, will Lisa watch this? <laughs> that's that's all always in the back of my mind. Like, there are very few movies I just won't watch at all. I get that. and But, but. that's what I'm saying, like. I get what your specifications are. So when I'm watching, I'm like, okay, I'm not even going to bother bringing it up to her. And then there are ones that I'm like, okay, I'm just going to put it on the list because I think in the long run, it'll be beneficial. So that's what we're going to do. Okay. Well, I mean, I will say that I did submit both Deepwater and Windfall for contention. Yes. And we did them and they're so, great. Yeah, exactly. So like we're working together. We, got wor- this. we are working together. <laughs> we got this shit. We got it. Yeah, I just, I need to find a movie that you really hate. (laughs) I need to hate something. Just to even the score. I hated Woman in the Window, though. Yeah, but I didn't, well. In comparison to the book. I didn't pick that one. You put it on the list. And I I picked it from your list. I did, because I hated it. (laughs) The book was better. So, yes, we are waiting to see Riverdale. We don't know what's next, because... We don't know what's next. This is going to air on May 31st, which is... This is going to air on May 31st. We have another episode of Riverdale coming out on June 3rd. Right. Our episode. 
Yep. And then we don't know if Riverdale's taking a hiatus. Yeah, we don't know what's happening at that point. Ending the season. I think it's getting close to the end of the season. It's getting close to the end of the season. But we have no indications. R.A.P. Riverdale, it's been canceled, guys. It's been canceled after season seven. So we have one more season to go. Yeah. All of our movie fans will be in luck because we will have to do way more of those. Yes, but also don't forget Emily in Paris. Oh yes, Emily in Paris has two seasons coming out. Yeah, so. we're we're chock full of Emily in Paris. <laughs> so. I'm sure we'll have plenty of content yes. to give you. Don't worry, we love our um, EIP. If you have any recommendations of movies, television shows, tell us. We will look into them. We will give them a shot because I trust clearly- you slightly less now after recommending Rubber. But no, sure. I recommended Rubber and everybody else liked it. You watched Rubber and everybody else recommended it. Yeah, after I watched it, <laughs> I didn't ask for the recommendation. Right. So I didn't. It's not everybody's fault. It's my fault. It's. I'm. They just happen to I'm like blaming it. Everybody except me. <laughs> I'm Fair the only enough. person with a brain here. <laughs> but if you have any recommendations, please hit us up. You know where to find us on Twitter, on Instagram. The usual haunts. Yes, 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 yes. We have new merch out. Please check that out on T Public. You can find it on our website. Again, links in our bios. My voice is going. So Yeah, we're gonna have to end this episode before Dawn kills over. <laughs> gonna die. Guys. <laughs> Love you. Oh.